Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And hi, my name's Kay. Thank you for joining us today. We will be reading from the Book of Signs by Dr. David Jeremiah, and we're going to be talking about the new heaven and the new earth. Kay, is there anything you would like to share today before we get started? Did you run across any God? I love the term God winks when you know (laughs) God has you know, inter, in, intervenes. So mm-hmm. do you have anything right now that you can think of? God has spoken to me that I need to be done and undone. What do you mean by done, done and undone? In in a certain area of your life? Well, I think in all areas of my life. Okay. Yeah, I do. Just being completely surrendered to him and going like, you know what, Father, I'm done Whatever, with your what way. Should be done, yeah, with my way. With done your with way. my way. Yes. I, yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and being un, undone before him in all things. Retirement's been oh my goodness, I know. Yeah. So, I'm so jealous. Thing, people out there, it's got its pros and it's got its cons, okay? And I don't I know say, about the cons. Yeah. <laughs> there is the freedom and you know, with my days but I want my days to be what God wants me to do, not not what I want to do. You don't want to get comfortable. And complacent. Yeah, because yeah. what you guys don't know about Kay, she runs 24-7 and you're what, 62? Yeah. 62? 62. Never seen anything like it. She is disciplined. She gets up early in the morning. She has her time with God and she exercises, and then she would go to work. So she's very disciplined, and that is not me. I literally get up, run in the shower, and run to the office now. I do. And I, my time with God is always at the end of the day. Yours is at the beginning. Yeah. And... I yeah you're I just oh okay so retirement is making you just a little uh maybe uh-huh yes yeah mm-hmm. oh maybe mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh gotcha gotcha okay well at least you're hearing from yeah. him well and I will say this has been these podcasts with uh, the book of signs with Dr. David Jeremiah has been such an encouragement to me and there's no doubt that it's been something that has affected my transformation, that just realizing, you know, what's to come and trying to speak the truth to you folks out there so that you're ready also, mm-hmm. you know, to be transformed by him and realizing that this is truth. This is from the Bible. You and know? you don't know when your last day is going to be. No, and you, and you don't know when your last day is going to be or what tomorrow is going to bring. Right. I know the breath I breathe, the breath I'm breathing right now to even do this podcast is all because of him. That's right. He has given me that breath. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, my, under my On control. your own, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. He knows so, the day and time that we're all going to be taken. He does. And we just really pray that uh, you guys have made that decision to where you want to be. So, done and undone. Done and undone. That's <laughs> okay. true because we That's do the get for this Yeah, we do get tired sometimes <laughs> and we're like, no, I don't want especially in the winter. Yikes, <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah. hard to get motivated. So it's going to be interesting to see, you okay. know. I know God's got a plan. I know he does and I just want to be open-armed for that to whatever it is and that's, you know, I heard him speaking in my ear and he put me on my face and I just um, interesting. Well, you yeah, can share that so, with us once yeah. you've 
once yeah, he tells you yeah. uh, what, because that, that will be, inter- yeah, that'll be very interesting. I think she's going to be traveling in missions. That's my personal thought. It's possible. And um, in the church houses in throughout the area in different programs and doing an outreach. That's mm-hmm. that's what I see. But anyway, okay. new heaven and new earth, my friend. Utopia. Go. Utopia. The strange word was coined more than 500 years ago by Thomas More, a Roman Catholic philosopher, as the title of his fictional book describing a perfect society that existed on a remote island somewhere in the uncharted Atlantic. More invented the word utopia by combining the Greek term ou, which means no, with topos, which means place, and it's and topological. And other words, utopia is no place, a non-existent society that lives only in our dreams. Huh. Thomas More didn't picture utopia as a perfect place, and scholars haven't been able to determine why he actually wrote the book or what it meant. Still, it's one of the most famous books in Western literature, merely because the word Thomas More coined for its title, Utopia. Hmm. After the publication of his book, that word entered the English lexicon to depict the concept of an idyllic place where things are somehow more perfect than we see them in our current world. People long for a more perfect world. We hear it in the dreams of the poets. We read it in literature. We see it in the paintings of the famous artists whose work fills the walls of the great museums of the world. It's as if we instinctively understand that our paradise in the Garden of Eden was the normal state of affairs for humanity, but we lost it after Adam and Eve sinned against God. Now, we know things should be different than they are. We were made for a more perfect world. Jesus taught us to pray, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. While this prayer won't be fully answered during this current epoch of history, it represents the hope that is in every heart. Whether we know it or not, we're homesick for the Garden of Eden. In every beating heart, there is a desire for what our first parents enjoyed, a perfect heaven on earth. We want everything restored that was lost. We can't help ourselves. It's programmed in the software of our humanity. This often unspoken yearning Yearning corresponds with God's plans for the future. For everywhere we turn in the Bible, we uncover prophecies and predictions about God's true utopia, the new heaven and the new earth, wherein righteousness dwells. The promise of the new heaven and new earth. If you read the Bible carefully, you will find promises salted throughout Scripture on this glorious subject. Listen to these incredible words in Isaiah 65. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and my joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her nor the verse of crying. That will be a wonderful, wonderful day to where we don't have to go through any of that stuff anymore. What jumped out to me, and the former shall not be remembered. Yes. Or come to mind. Or come to mind. 
Yes. Whoa. Yeah, because those thoughts are full of sin. And that can't enter heaven and sadness and all of that. Absolutely. In the next chapter, Isaiah added, For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. When we turn to the closing books of the New Testament, we run into the same emphasis, expanded, highlighted, and amplified for our benefit. Simon Peter excitedly shares these truths with us in Second Peter 3 and describes the dramatic events leading up to the new heaven and the new earth. The heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct of godliness, looking for the hastening, the coming of the day of God? because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Interesting, isn't it? That's very interesting. Hmm. Visualize this passage. Think in terms of an apocalyptic movie in which the world and indeed the whole universe explodes and collapses into flames And somehow, out of the cataclysm, a new heaven and a new earth appear. Wow, just think about that for a second. (laughs) More information comes our way in Hebrews 1. You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will fold them up. And they will be changed, but you are the same and your years will not fail. Here, the writer of Hebrews quoting vows that one day God will take this world and fold it up and change everything. Just as you would take off your coat, fold it up and store it away. All this prepares us for the Bible's greatest passage on this. Look at the way John begins this final section of scripture. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth has had passed away. There was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now that I remember. I just didn't picture it the other way, like exploding. (laughs) Gone. And gone in a new heaven and a new earth. He is God. We can't fully conceive of what this will be like, and we struggle to imagine what it will look like, but use your God-given imagination and take these God-given words into your heart. Picture them. See the current ages drawing to a close, the universe collapsing like an old house in flames, a new earth emerging from the carnage and a new city glistening and descending and ready to lead us into eternity with Jesus on the throne. Talk about utopia. 
That word is hopelessly insufficient to describe the place God is preparing for us. It is our heavenly home, the place where Christ rules forever. For forever. Forever. This is just so cool. I I really like Dr. David Jeremiah's step-by-step in this process because I didn't know. I didn't picture it that way. Yeah. Well, Kay, we have to wrap up there. And the next time we come together, we are going to talk about the purification of the new heaven and the new earth. Thank you for stopping by. Have a blessed week. Thank you. 